I, I'm going to ignore the haters. I'm sure people aren't going to be happy. Matt, I'm furious. I can't believe he ignored them. Matt, there's an argument to be made that he's ignoring us. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but that's just what I'm going to do because that's what makes me feel good, to be honest. I'm not always sure he is honest. Not. I like to think we are. Always. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. Are you have uh, are you wearing a chain? <laughs> no, why? I feel like I can hear a chain. The first part of the week was, of course, with Sal. The second part of the week was with Chris Ryan and then Wesley Morris. And the third of three pods started out with Mina Kimes and Mallory Rubin and then ended with House. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Here we go. Matt, in the first part of the week, Bill starts out at 123 with this sniff. That's going to be going up late Monday night. It's really good. At two minutes and 17 seconds, Pearl Jam. If the Patriots had won, is there any doubt in your mind, Chris, that the first game they would have talked about is that game? Oh, you mean that, that wasn't the first thing he addressed? It was not. Instead, what he addressed was a different surefire first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback losing and then proceeded to shit on him and say how he's washed up and wasn't even that good this year anyway. Weird. Let me tell you how, that, how this other quarterback who uh, exists in the same era as my favorite quarterback is overrated. And let's ignore the fact that my favorite quarterback kind of sucks now and also lost. Meanwhile, uh, at six minutes and nine seconds, Bill has some concerns during the Saints game about the Vikings chances. Here's why. And about halfway through the quarter, he's like, Mike Zimmer, he thinks they can win this game. Right. Every all fifty three guys think they're winning, and it was one of those things where if you were like us and you had the Saints in a in a tease, you're like, uh oh. It does seem, Matt, like the kind of thing that you would anticipate a coach <laughs> and members of a team saying, which is that they are playing a game and they believe they can win the game. What, do you think that sometimes when Chris Collinsworth interviews the other coach, the coach says, "We know we can't win this game." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want to be honest with you. I know nobody's going to talk about this till the game has started, but we are. F-ed. This is. Really, really stupid. (laughs) Wow, I'm really worried now because all the Vikings think they're going to win. At 1049, I'm still not certain Bill understands how legacy works because he seems to think it's something you can anticipate and or participate in as it's going on. Completely changed the course of his legacy. At 11 minutes and 17 seconds, the first of many things. And this is the end of this Bruce Breeze thing. In fact, Matt... Would you like to hear a collection of things from last uh, week's episodes? Chris, I like nothing more than groups of things. <laughs> Back to that 09 thing. Start playing stuff out of the Sonos thing. The Wilson thing would just cap salary and that whole thing and the Brady thing. I was at the house money of this whole thing. It seems like you have to be good at one th- one thing. Like, what's your one thing? Like, Belichick ultimately defenses his thing. You right. know, and obviously all the little things and all the stuff that he brings to the table. But like, what is Jason Garrett's thing? And instead they do all these things. The Sixers thing. SJ is the next thing. The Horford thing was with the Horford thing. Oh, the Horford things. The Chris Paul thing. The three guard thing. That's another fork in the road thing, right? One of the reasons I think this Philly thing is so important. You know, this whole load management thing. And then you have another thing coming up. I'm not going to obey the whole group think thing. The Richard Jewell thing is a plain the public type thing. 
Brady into this whole thing. I can't oh, I remember the, the thing, but she's... Do you believe in the whole thing where Seahawks game thing? Jones is going to run amok type thing. The whole thing. At 11.43, our hero Sal calls out Bill for being a bad friend. You were invited, but you didn't show up. Bill, not friend. I think there's some bitterness. I don't think he didn't show up because he couldn't make it. I think he's angry about something. It's a combination of sore loser and bitterness because I think there's sometimes fighting in this league and that Damashek guy sounds like the worst. But John Hamm could be bothered to show up. Bill Simmons could not. John Hamm with much <laughs> thicker skin than Ringer CEO and founder Bill Simmons, who is a snake at 1333. Yeah. He got that spot over Bradshaw. Right. That time I actually kind of felt like maybe I heard it. At 1355, they're able to pave their own way. Yeah, they're able to uh, to blaze their own trails. This is the second time he's used this verb, and I just don't I just don't think it's right. Marino and Montana all carved their own way. Well, it would be like if it was a big piece of slate. <laughs> and they needed to make a way through the slate. I guess then they would be carving it. Or maybe it was like a path that had to be made through a huge prime rib. <laughs> so you had to carve your way through it. It does sound delicious. <laughs> this was one of the most delicious weeks in podcast, podcast memory. Sal is always good. Wesley Morris brought a certain level of je ne sais quoi flair <laughs> to his guttural utterances. <laughs> and Mina Kimes, truly, truly... Uh, a rising star when it comes to all things delicious. Mm, 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 Since mm, uh, in the Oilers, mm, but I don't mm, know. Oh, oof, oof. I didn't mm, want mm, a million. Mm, I, don't see. I can see mm, interesting because mm, um, mm, Sam Mendes mm, really liked mm, uh, how. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Mm, from. Mm, uh-huh. mm. Mm. And mm. feeling great. Mm. I think the and, mm. poof, her cousin's mm. like offense mm. is right. Ooh. and was mm. passionate because mm. mm. I think it mm. made you re- mm. reason mm. right. Mm. All mm. that matters mm. and he mm. Oof. so Oof. like mm. Matt, have you ever looked forward to history? Uh, only that one time when I was able to travel through time. The government may be here <laughs> yes. in our podcast. I forgot. Yes. At 1803, this is how history works. You're watching that game with the back history of cousins. I think history is always in the back. Always. It's impossible for it to be anywhere else. Yeah, I don't know that you need to say anything besides history. <laughs> this is something that contributor Nick points out at 1954. The Tennessee Titans just thumped Bill's Patriots. Derrick Henry put up a statistically... Uh, extraordinary week. Here's who Bill thinks was the MVP of the week. He's got to be the MVP of the weekend. Kirk Cousins. Yes. The Vikings guy who beat the Saints. Has nothing to do, of course, with the upset of the reigning Super Bowl champions at 20 minutes and 42 seconds. Swallows. It just feels like anything can happen. So they get to Mm -hmm. avoid that. Instead, they get Minnesota coming to San Francisco. Feeling great about this uh, huge Saints win they had. I, I think at 2245, if you're getting paid by Sonos or really anyone and you botch an ad, especially when you know you botch the ad, you might want to go ahead and get it right. One million dollar policies starting at. That wasn't even a word. Oh, no, he, he corrects himself. <laughs> and policies. At 2723, it's always an old man move to add an article such as the word the before anything. The Facebook, the Instagram. I mean, he's doing the Instagram and I called him an Instagram model. Yes. But then to truly ramp up the Bill Simmons-ness. People to draft them. There's a weird slap noise in the background <laughs> and then some lip licking. <laughs> oh, and meanwhile, right, right, right. 
And then like the one big play receiver. Maybe they were eating some KFC. Oh, that'd be finger. That's finger licking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although if we heard that, I would definitely try to make a point <laughs> to let you, Bill Simmons podcast podcast listener, hear the finger licking ness. Matt at twenty nine thirty six. As contributor Nick points out, it's like he activates a switch. First, you install the switch. Right. And then you say, I got to turn that light on. Let me activate the switch so that I can use it to turn the light on. I need to flip the switch. Well, is it on? (laughs) At 3101, Bill's awful laughter with a snort. At 3352, my notes say, snake chew. I think it's less snake chew and more like chipmunky. At 35.17, possible speaking through Belch. And then that led to the 4th and 27, but... At 36.57, this is an unusual Bill Simmons laugh. It sounds like he's adding strange vowels. Staying here, because you're going to leave right after this. <laughs> it's like he says, <laughs> It's the hillbilly Simmons laugh. At 38.35, inhale laugh. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we have no content. <laughs> just like this sounded bad this sounded stupid at 40 minutes and 28 seconds bill once you've sold out to spotify they're going to demand you do a better job of branding than this this was magic cousin sal the biggest podcast the bill simmons podcast by the way for this story i told you for weeks and weeks that this patriots team was not good the thing i like about this matt is bill is trying to somehow turn the season-ending loss by his favorite team into something that he is correct about it's his personal victory. He cannot let anything go by that does not in some way credit him or paint him in a positive light. So even though his team lost, and even though they were the defending Super Bowl champs, and even though they are potentially looking forward to their own legacy, it was a good thing for Bill because he of knew course. about it. And if they had won, he would have been reverse jinxing them. At 47.53, this swallow. I don't know where they are in the odds. Matt, at 48.59, Sal tells a joke about tight end Ferkser. You think Brady's like, I want to throw to Ferkser. Recognizing a good joke when he hears it, Bill then immediately repeats the joke back to Sal, <laughs> laughing all the while. Brady's like, who's that Ferkser? <laughs> Just great. At 49.58, there's an extra syllable here, Matt. I don't know if their skill position guys are markedly better than the Patriots. Marketedly. Maybe it's a Finnish person. <laughs> Wasn't there a guy like... Uh, Markinen, Larry yeah. Markinen. <laughs> At 50 minutes and 18 seconds. This Joe Bluth nominee. No, yeah, we'll you, what you just while. said is the key part. Now, Matt, I was talking to one of our uh, many listeners uh, this past week about the podcast, and uh, and he told me he does like the Joe Blue nominees, <laughs> but he doesn't know what they mean. For the record, they are Job Bluth nominees, <laughs> uh, and we expect our listeners to get that joke. Okay, Come okay, on. okay. So should 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 at 52.47, this noise. Well, you know, Bills are right there with you. At 53 minutes and 50 seconds, there's a noise in the studio. So it was interesting how I handled it versus how nephew Kyle handled it. It was interesting what I did. <laughs> My guess is that cousin Kyle is in the back stapling things uh, because they have to figure out something that he can actually contribute. 54 minutes and three seconds. Just not sure how the syntax is supposed to be working here, Matt. I... I I was at the house money of this whole thing. I was at the house money of this whole thing. It's so, the name of a club. <laughs> at 55 minutes and two seconds, however, Sal tells Bill that the days of the Patriots winning 12 or more uh, times an NFL season are over. Not 13 and three. I'd- Bill has this concise, <laughs> thoughtful, 
uh, and pointed <laughs> response. I really Whatever. think your days of 12 wins are over. <laughs> At 55 minutes and 37 seconds. You know, in 2008, they had the best team that year, and Brady goes out in eight minutes. And you would think that would have happened five, six, seven times over the course of this last 20 years, and it just didn't happen as many times as it should have. Brady should have been injured up to seven times yes. within the first eight minutes of the season Yes. over the last 20 years. Yes. There's no way that's true. <laughs> no. Maybe he's saying a top-level blue-chip skill player, statistically speaking, was likely to be lost five Chris, or six or seven times during Chris, the last 20 years. Chris, don't go out of your way I mean, we like Bill. We want him to be good. But what the fuck, man? I, I just, I, there's no level of self-consciousness. He just does not listen to himself and then just moves right on. At 58 minutes and one second, Kyle, vouch harder. Kyle can vouch. I was not that upset last night. Yeah, all right. Yeah. We'll if they get bought by Spotify, Kyle's the first to go. At 58 minutes and six seconds, Bill wonders if he's in denial. Maybe I'm in denial. He is in denial. But I've never heard denial sound quite so wet. Maybe I'm in denial. You know, Matt, denial is not just a river in Egypt. I, I hear it. I've heard. <laughs> Here's from contributor Nick. 58 minutes and 58 seconds. See if the math is the same on both sides of the equal sign. The only way this dynasty is actually over is if one of these two people leave. Mm -hmm. If Brady, Belichick, and Kraft are all there next year. So the first part is the left side of the equal line in, in the algebra <laughs> Uh, Two. Formula. On the right side, Brady, Brady, Belichick, Belichick, and Kraft. And Kraft. Math hard. It's got to be the new math. 59 minutes, gulp. And they go and they spend money on a tight end. At 59 minutes and 26 seconds, this Joe Bluth nominee. He, he, he did, he was doing so. Didn't he have a big block today or something? Hey, common man. Do you, unlike myself, have one of those poor mailboxes that I've heard are attached to houses that cannot accept packages? <laughs> Don't worry. Our product is also for you. Put it, if you have one of those mailboxes that's attached to your house where you put it on top of the mailbox and the mail person takes it, you can do that too. During the same ad at 101.17, risk is K-free. No risk. Sign up. At 105.22, this Joe Bluth nominee. Then, then I think you I think you go after Taysom Hill. At 111.51, laughter. <laughs> at 112.03, a third Joe Bluth nominee. I, if yeah. I, I've I showed you with my giant Super Bowl bet on them. And this uh, trying time for the people down under, I think it's especially egregious that Bill rolled out this f***ing Australian accent. Why does Booger <laughs> keep talking about Jimmy G's poise? It is so bad. <laughs> it sounds like he is a Southern gentleman in the antebellum period <laughs> with a speech impediment. Yes. The problem is he then goes on to suggest that people in Australia have never heard of the word poise. What is poise? I've never heard that word. <laughs> what the fuck is the joke? I, I, I just don't know. We're sorry, Australia. At 118.01, laughter. <laughs> what is this? At 120.53, mouth noise and swallow. The Packers, I think, are going to look at that tape and go, okay. At 124.31, let me walk all the way out to the edge and then walk almost all the way back. It's just assuming this is going to be the worst Vikings loss of, <laughs> of all time of the last three years since they <laughs> seem to have one every couple of years. The worst Vikings loss of all time of the last three years. Is that like this was the game of the year of the century or the game of the decade of the century or the game of the century of the year at 125.08? Try to say interpreted, fail, 
don't care. Correctly interpreted right. bogus pass interference call, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. At 126.27, CarMax still not listening to these ads because Bill still not sure how the warranty works. CarMax is 90-day, 4,000 limited warranty. At 131.30, laughter. <laughs> so is that... God damn <laughs> laughter. <laughs> Terrible. At 133.37, another noise. Does producer Kyle just not listen to these? I don't know. Is the door open and people are just wandering by, <laughs> bumping into the water cooler in the hallway? At 134.12, it's always good when Bill is talking about food. Apparently there's this hot dog made out of gummy bear. So it's a hot dog and it's gummy material. And Bill snortingly decides that the hot dog is made out of gummy bears. I think probably what they do, Matt, is they, they whip up a batch of gummy <laughs> substrate. And then they pour it into, say, a, a bear mold or an enormous hot dog mold or, you know, worms or sometimes like uh, soda bottles, whatever it is. I don't think they take uh, all the gummy prime. <laughs> no, no, no. And then they stir it up and then they make only bears. And then yes. they're like, we're going to need a lot more bears over in the hot dog zone so we can yes. make hot dog bear. Yeah. So what they <laughs> do is they, they make all the gummy bears. Mm -hmm. Then they take the gummy bears take them to a different section of the factory and they only take the yellow, red, and other hot dog related colors. Oh, okay. And then they melt them down into a new mold and then make hot dog gummy bears. I mean, it does seem like it, it is a <laughs> That's the most efficient way time to uh, to run a business, but listen, who am I to question our gummy <laughs> brothers? At 134.33, the letters are wrong. Which makes me wonder what the trophy is for. He bought himself an MVP trophy. Man, I listened to this so many times, but I'm still convinced that he says it is an NVP trophy, not an MVP trophy. Of course. Maybe Ben didn't have enough for the MVP trophy, and they were like, well, for a lower price, we could give you the MVP trophy. <laughs> At 136.37, this snort. At 137.18, more damnable laughter. When it goes to puberty, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and at 139.22, it sounds like he's trying to rename a bastard version of a Decepticon during this commercial. Ultra-wide sound scrape. What would have to happen for you to earn a sound scrape? <laughs> we'll be back after this. Ooh! 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 Yeah. Ooh! <laughs> Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Matt, the second part of the week was uh, first with Chris Ryan uh, and then with Wesley Morris. 19 seconds in, Bill swallows during an ad. Face scan thousands of resumes. Which he does again, 45 <laughs> seconds in. At ZipRecruiter.com. And then during a promotion for his Rewatchables podcasts with Quentin Tarantino, another botch. Me, QT, Chris Ryan got back together for the first time ever. Pearl Jam at 227. At 357, a snort, a laugh, and an accusation that Bill is not paying attention to his guest. Is that why you're looking at your iPad? Because you're about to tell me? No. <laughs> <laughs>
at 631, a swallow, and then one of our favorite mispronounced names. You know who's underrated about that? The next guy was Shay Gilgis Alexander. No shit. Just can't get it right. Remember they had a whole discussion? They said, just say SGA. <laughs> nope. Pass. At 716, the swallow. You go through all these drafts, you're at 1438, mouth noises. We're just going to pay Carmelo $28 million to go away. He malfunctioned. Yeah, right? <laughs> Matt, I also listened to several times at 1530 to this word. But why is it working out for Memphis? He's ostensibly saying the city that is the home to the Grizzlies. It really sounds like he's saying Memphis. And I listen to it over and over again. Memphis. I mean, there's an argument that he gets the F sound in there, but it just sounds like Memphis. Nah, it's Memphis. Memphis. At sixteen fifty one, this Joe Bluth nominee. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's feisty. But um at twenty one twenty, a swallow. Could be a for real chemistry. At twenty seven oh six, this swallow. European type guy. Oh, really got him there. At thirty minutes and eleven seconds, another reference to things. I I'm not gonna obey the whole group think thing. And at this point, it's how Bill does not follow along with the herd when it comes to movie things which is <laughs> bullshit because he does at 30 minutes and 40 seconds segue pepsi that's what i like and since we're here let's talk about square where are we <laughs> there's only one of two places we can be one wherever you listen to podcasts two the studio where he records podcasts and i guess if we're giving him the benefit of the doubt three is where bill is with us in spirit <laughs> Talking about people who pay him money. At 3106, a botch. No long-term contracts are weird freeze. It would be like, oh, this is so uncomfortable and cold. <laughs> I was imagining a freeze pop. What flavor is this? Oh, you don't like sauerkraut? <laughs> At 3139, Wesley Morris joins the episode and Bill fucks up the introduction. Cultural critic, whatever you want to call him for the New York Times. Whatever you want to call him, but not that. <laughs> right. <laughs> When you're wrong, it's better to correct yourself. When you're right, don't try to correct it. At 3617. She could be the lady and talent, talented Mr. Ripley, Mrs. Ripley. Matt, the movie is actually the talented Mr. Ripley. I don't know why Bill corrects himself to get it wrong. Bill means it got him excited about watching old movies. It got me excited about movies again, going backwards. <laughs> Maybe he means like memento? <laughs> Subject verb agreement at 4511. How many things has to go right with a movie? Have to go right. With yes, a movie. not has. Matt, remember how at 30 minutes and 11 seconds, Bill bragged about how he was not going to go along with popular cultural conceptions just because that's the way everybody thought about things? Of course. I'm not going to obey the whole group think thing. See if that can be reconciled with what he says at 50 minutes and 42 seconds. Are you happy that I came around in the Irishman? Also, give me your satisfaction for that. Matt, I don't know that this is how jigsaw puzzles work. The jigsaw puzzle falls into place in your head, and then you can start really looking at it. At 57 minutes and three seconds, listen as Bill explains why he had such a change of heart on the Irishman. Well... Once I once the the first viewing was able to set what happens in the head, and I was able to watch it. And you know, I'm not the first person to make this point, but it's really a movie about when you get old, reckoning with the choices you made. Yeah, he doesn't know why. No, he's he's as confused <laughs> as we are after listening yep. to that. At one hour and twenty one seconds, vaunted theater critic Bill Simmons talks theater history. Probably one of the best two Broadway directors ever. Right. Name another Broadway director. <laughs> It's clear he knows who the top two are, Mike yeah. Nichols and the other one. <laughs> I would be interested if he could name a single other one. By the way, Matt, I cannot. 
I'm not pretending. Do you have any idea? Chris, I don't know any Broadway directors. Was Fosse a director of stuff? <laughs> I, I don't know. Mamet, did he do? I don't know. At 101.35, Bill disrespects his advertiser by swallowing. Thing online. And analytics help you grow your site in real time. And swallowing. 24-7. Award-winning. And swallowing again. Head to squarespace.com slash BS. At 102.52, yet another Joe Bluth nominee. As you know, I like to make these lists not based on how, what I felt like the best movie was and the consent. What it, it's just what I like the most. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> At 103.10, a swallow. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. At 105.15, man, I've never been sure that Bill knows how check marks work. And he does nothing to convince me otherwise here. It hit every check mark I have. You don't, you don't punch actually it? hit check marks. <laughs> at 106.02, a snort. <laughs> then at 119.54, despite my claim that Wesley Morris is smart, here's his Joe Bluth nominee. I don't, uh, 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 I just. Oh, never really got there. At 121.37. I like it so much more than Super Bad. Was Good Boys the movie that Bill let his uh, kid watch <laughs> for the birthday party and the whole neighbor yes. ki- neighborhood gear? All of his kids. All the kids. <laughs> outside. <laughs> Super Bad's still way better. Yes. Although I did laugh pretty hard at Good Boys. At 124.19. Kyle, we expect nothing less. Kyle, did you see it? No. Do you like fucked up movies, Kyle? Yeah. All right. There you go. You saw Brightburn, right, Chris? Yeah. Uh, do you know what Brightburn is? Yeah, it's like a uh, horror version of Superman. Bill doesn't seem to get that. He's like, it's like an alien thing. It's kind of like a superhero. Th- it's like, yeah, Bill. It's like a super. It's like an alternate Superman origin story. At one twenty-seven oh eight, this swallow. And his family. That was a big <laughs> mouth clicking swallow. <laughs> at one twenty-nine fifty-two, Bill coughs into a mic. Mechanically. And at one thirty fifty-seven, summing it up with an unnecessary article. And in the Richard Jewell. Was it in the Richard Jewell? The Richard Jewell. Matt, at the end, contributor Nick sums up his reaction to Wesley Morris with this clip at 111.06. Who cares? By the way, we'd be remiss if we did not thank our producers. Thank you, David P. Thank you to executive producer Joshua and executive producer Sean. Thank you to patrons Jeff and Scott and our friends at the College Football Brothers Podcast. You know, all you have to do is go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash B-S pod pod, and you can give us free money too. Thanks, <laughs> we guys. We accept it. We'll be right back after this. Oh, yes. Because he's going to have all that Spotify money, Matt. <laughs> we should start being nice to him. I'm actually worried that Spotify is, is going to shut us down. <laughs> I'm a little worried too. Or that yeah. they're going to put it behind a paywall and it's going to be like fucking luminary. And then we're going to have to like go around our elbow to get to our ass uh. and listen to this just so we can make fun of it. God, it's enough effort as it is. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. The third and final, but very long, pot of the week was the one with uh, Mina Kimes, Mallory Rubin, and then Joe House, who was two hours. Eight minutes and six seconds long. 
47 seconds in, Bill botches this Golden Globes promo. Leftover to Golden Globes, some Oscars. At 108, Bill is not aware that Spotify is about to monetize his podcasts. <laughs> so he's apologizing for them being free. Sorry, I'm just giving you good podcasts. At 153, Pearl Jam. At 4 minutes and 43 seconds, the first of many Mina Kimes laughs. Now, the last time she was on, I feel like her laughter was even more spine-rending. Is that a real word? <laughs> Uh, it's very inhaley. Here's a compilation of all the times I was able to isolate it from last week's pod. Long <laughs> and the lions. <laughs> Look. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> For a second. I, I mean, I... come back. Now you can say what you're going to say. <laughs> He's just. <laughs> He's... <laughs> just some final score of that. Getting to watch the bar. <laughs> oh my God. I do think we have to give Bill some credit. Uh, and I know you hate to do that, Matt. I hate it. <laughs> this is a podcast that's about almost exclusively sports. Almost, in fact, exclusively uh, NFL playoff stuff. I can't imagine any other podcast that's this well-regarded, or at least this popular, having two women as the guests and having them talk about pro football the whole time. Yeah, that's fair. Give them a little yeah. bit of credit. At 4.55, Mina says she keeps hearing talk about the Chargers as a destination for Tom Brady. I keep hearing people talking about the Chargers. Yeah, the talk is from Bill. Right, yeah. <laughs> she thinks it's a bad idea. Yeah, it's, it's not just that it's a bad idea. What she points out correctly is that it doesn't make sense for Tom Brady or for the Chargers. Oh, I think you're mistaken, Matt, because listen to what Bill says at 5.50. The Chargers make by far the most sense. I guess you got it wrong. Why would Tom Brady want to go there? That, that's the part I keep coming back to. Even if you accept Bill's, I think, stupid uh, idea that the Chargers would do this simply to put asses in seats. What does Tom Brady get out of this? Mina does not think Brady is considered a good candidate for any other job at yeah. either team. I don't think people like the... National consensus is that Brady's good. Truth hurts. Is is this maybe Bill is trying to turn Brady into a Chargers candidate because he knows Brady can't hang with the Pats and he doesn't want him to just essentially be fired into retirement? Could be. At 2309, an ad botch. An I and an IT. And then the same ad botch 11 seconds later. I and an ET. At 2422, the first of many background noises matter, what I call clunks. I don't know why nobody noticed this was going on. I have to assume it was either Mina or Mallory, but they persist. And here, without further ado, a compilation of the clunks. And obviously the trade for Tunsil and Ravens have really, he's been so because the Chiefs are Nothing's keep coming. <laughs> Anything else? Started he predicted us. That group. I, there was going to be, she's contractually. She had to basically... At 2433, he says... I go by the odds. I don't go by what I think is going to happen. Why would you go by what you think is going to happen? I feel like what you do is you look at the odds, right. and then you bet accordingly where you think the odds, in comparison or contrast to what you think is going to happen, give you some sort of advantage. Yeah, that's generally how it works. At 2528, sometimes things always happen, and vice versa. They always have a little intel sometimes. <laughs> I think he's right. 60% of the time, it works Every time. Sports Panther. At 42.18, when promoting binge mode, a botch. 
They did an awesome hand hand solo. I should I should just say hand solo. It's disappointing. (laughs) I don't understand why he doesn't like. I get that he doesn't like it. Why is he so dismissive of it? When I first heard him say it, I thought he was talking about one of those guys that makes the squeaky fart sounds with his hands, (laughs) and and they can kind of do like solo. solo. I thought he was talking about a hand solo. All right, that's fair. And he's like, "Or what is it? What is it?" And I was like, "Oh." He's talking about Star Wars. (laughs) Bill's hubris knows no bounds. It's the exact opposite of his uh, self-awareness at 4316. The Pats fans under 30, like Kyle over there, so entitled. As opposed to Bill, who is now 50, is a Pats fan and is crazy fucking entitled. (laughs) At 5117, amok or this. The whole Aaron Jones is going to run amok type thing. Amok. Right. I I mean, I think the dictionary says you can pronounce amok as a mock, but it doesn't say add an extra K, and it doesn't say to use the vague thing sh-. Mina Kimes, you're a very smart person, and I like you. How do you say a muck? Let him run a muck. That's Mina at 105.29, thoughtfully shoving it in Bill's face. At 56.21, it sounds like Bill is eating cheese curds because there's a bizarre squeak here in life. I don't like the Chiefs defensive line. Now, Matt, I'm a Steelers fan. And that means I hate the Ravens. And I managed to go almost the whole year without having some visceral reaction to the Ravens' success until I watched this game and saw (laughs) the uh, whiny Lamar Jackson, who is an extraordinarily gifted football player and seems like a decent person, except for he plays for the uh, evil empire in Baltimore. (laughs) Just He just sat on the sideline. He, He just seemed uncool. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was very pleased to see that yeah. it, it is now so much easier <laughs> to root against him. At one twelve oh seven, a mystery snort. Came up because... It was Bill. Yeah, It was either Bill or Mallory, but I think it was Bill. At one twenty forty seven, Bill is defending something, I think maybe from The Bachelor. The first one you're throwing out because there's a lot of pent-up frustration. So that was like, that's almost like an appetizer. The appetizers were brought out. Uh-huh. Scored or too quickly. It was over in 90 scored, seconds. Scored too quickly, much like the Titans will. <laughs> it was over in 90 <laughs> seconds. So the second one, then third, and then the morning one. I actually think the four makes sense. Sex four times in one night. Bill's (laughs) argument makes a little bit of sense, but the point he tries to make is this. It's been a long time. The first one is over in a flash. You then, I guess, want to go back to the well and sort of make it up to the girl. So that's number two. And then he makes the argument that number three also happens. And then number four, after (laughs) the morning, eight-hour refractory period. I can sort of buy the argument for numbers one, two, and four, but the idea that number three three is even conceivable. The only way this works is A, uh, you're in your teens or 20s and B, you're trying to set a record. Or, I guess if you want to think about the uh, the outlier, C, you're a methamphetamine addict. At 127.12 I didn't understand this turn of phrase when Bill first used it October 18th of 2019. It's like he's throwing a chainsaw in a hot tub and the chainsaw is just going off and splashing everywhere. And I don't understand it now. It is like a chainsaw in a hot tub. The idea is the chainsaw is running, I presume. Of course. And the, Otherwise, it makes no sense. And the hot tub has people in it. And you chuck it in there, and it causes a bunch of splashing. And then also, people get sawed up by the chainsaw, sort of panicking and trying to get out of the hot tub that has a chainsaw. At 1.30.42, Bill is recommending what he calls a risk-free Brett. That would be the bet I would recommend for your risk-free bet. I'm certain the recommendation was to uh, tease or parlay, I'm not sure about the difference, the Chiefs and Ravens just to win, which lost. Yep. 
And now, Matt, here's some gambling analysis by contributor Nick with regard to million-dollar bets. According to contributor Nick, Bill bet $1.75 million in million-dollar bets. Of the $1.75 million bets that Bill placed, he won $200,000, and I think that means he lost $1.55 million. Yep, a great job by Bill. <laughs> Matt, what is going on with your microphone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what happened? You're like... <laughs> Uh, it was a great job by Bill, and then of course he somehow bet a million dollars again this week. Yes, his his new million dollars this week, yes. million dollars. He somehow lost fifty percent more than he was able to wager. There were swallows at one thirty three twenty six, and I think he has a chance to be the and most one forty oh one. Here's the final reason: one forty twenty five. The healthy Vikings one forty thirty seven. I should probably stick with my instincts one forty six oh seven. I don't think they're very good. 146.20. Against that Texans offensive line with 152.37. As crazy as that sounds. 157.08 featuring et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. And they pour it on. At 157.36, Bill says, Chefs? Another prop. Chefs. (laughs) And then corrects himself to Chiefs. Chiefs Texans, largest lead. My buddy Jeremy, who is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, does on game days wear a chef's shirt. I like it. At 159.59, this Joe Bluth nominee. I'm going to throw, I'm gonna throw a, <laughs> I'm gonna throw an alley-oop. As contributor Nick points out, House goes on to point out how terrible Kyle is at his job. The combination of his proficiency at production and his attention to detail is, a, is, is occasionally like By the way, we call him Cousin Kyle. Contributor Nick calls him Nepotism Kyle. <laughs> I like it. Finally, at two hours, six minutes... And three seconds, this is not how you pronounce profusely. I'm glad you profusely apologized. This has been the Bill Simmons Podcast (laughs) Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. What is happening? I don't know. Hold on. Hold on one second. I think it's going to get better, Chris.